Good morning, Newburn. Happy Friday. I hate to say this, April Fool's Day. And uh, we're here coming to you live on 94.1 WMBU. And no, you don't hear the voice of my my good friend and co-host, uh, Lee Bettis. He is out of town this week. And, uh, you know, uh, I do want to stop for a minute and, and talk about about something about Lee because, you know, I, I care I care a lot about Lee. He... I have never seen eye to eye with him. He's a little out there, as most of us, as most of us know. To know him is to love him. But he's my friend. He's been a, a loyal friend, and he's never thrown me under the bus, as I said a hundred times. But he's a friend. But you know, um, uh, last Sunday on Easter Sunday, um, Lee's mom, Lou Bettis, passed away, and you know she was a great face here in New Bern. A lot of people knew her, and. I just kind of wanted to, to read Lee's post that he posted on Facebook that night. It said, Mom is on her way tonight to the place we all call home. If anybody knew my mom, her smile, wish her well on her travels. Mom will be missed in this world for her sense of humor and dedication to teaching. She loved a good sarcastic battle of wits. She loved a good soft pretzel. She loved me. And quite frankly, if you ever met her, she was a good old girl. This world will miss you, Mom, just as the next one welcomes you. I love you, Mom, and those who met you are devoid of words now. So I just wanted to take a, a minute to, you know, recognize uh, Lee's mom to, to let Lee know how sorry we all are, my deepest sympathies to the Bettis family. And uh, she was a great lady. Let me tell you something. When things went wrong, she was on the phone to me saying, what is going on down there, Sabrina? And, you know, I loved her, a good Italian woman. So, you know, she was a, a great, great lady to uh, have around. And I know she is resting in peace right now in the arms of our Savior. So I, I just, you know, wanted to start off on that note. But it's been a beautiful week here in New Bern. Um, and the weather's great. It looks like we're going to have a little, uh, a little trouble today. But... Uh, Everybody just uh, keep the smiles on. You know, we are coming live to you on 94.1 WMBU. And you can also listen to this um, live streaming on talknewburn.net. Also, all of our shows are archived there. So if you've missed one of our great back and forths, you can go ahead and uh, go to talknewburn.net. You can like us on Facebook at Talk Newburn and uh, go to our Facebook page. Tell us what you're thinking. You can follow us on Twitter, you know, sometimes we tweet. I'm not the queen of tweet, that's for sure. And if you want to get involved in the conversation today or any day, let us know what's going on in Newburn. You can email us at citytalk at talknewburn.net. We also hope you can call us at 252-633-4243. Now, I am expecting my co-host this morning. I don't know. He's uh, kind of, I, I have a sit-in co-host, and so hopefully he'll get here soon. And uh, we can have some good conversation, but that's going to be uh, former district attorney, Craven County District Attorney uh, David McFadden. But I think he probably got held up in the big Newburn traffic that we have here in the morning, so maybe stuck on the bridge or something like that. But we've got a great, great show today. We've got a lot, of, lot going on, and when we come back from great uh, break, we're going to be welcoming uh, Timothy Downs, who is the executive director of the uh, Craven County Economic Development. 
commission committee uh and we also have uh none other than kevin roberts president of the newburn area chamber so i'm really excited to have both of these gentlemen on this morning because we're going to be talking jobs we're going to be talking craven works which is a big event that's going to be happening on uh, April 12th, also on our show today, uh, we're going to be uh, calling Cheryl Reed, who is currently the president of the Trent Court Residents Association. But let me tell you, this woman is amazing. She uh, has really gotten involved in her community, trying to make it a better place to live and uh, make better things happen. But she's also involved in a broader sense with um, uh, children, child abuse. So this month, April, is Child Abuse Prevention Month, and Cheryl's going to be calling in in the 8.30 uh, time frame, and we're going to be talking about what's going to go on in the city during the month of April. But I would need everybody to get a coffee. How are we on time here? I like one, minute. one minute. I was going to say, yeah, i got a little bit of time. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about the headlines this week. Of course, uh, the state is seeking city plan to restore the cleared Creekside. So uh, that's your headlines in the paper this morning. We are going to talk a little bit about that. And boy, do I miss Lee today. I'd love to have a rousing discussion about that. But we will be talking about that later on in the show today. So I want everybody to get some coffee. It's a little cloudy out. It's a great day to listen to some great conversation about jobs and what's going on in our community. So get that cup of coffee, stay with us, and we'll be right back. And we are back. Welcome back to City Talk Live with Lee and Sabrina. Of course, today, uh, Lee is out of town today, and I am here with my wonderful co-host, and thankfully that he agreed to do this with me, former Craven County District Attorney, uh, David McFadden. Welcome, David. I'm glad you made it. Thank you, you so get, much, Did Sabrina. you get stuck on that bridge? Did you get stuck I on that bridge? I did get stuck on the bridge. That's <laughs> as good an excuse as that, I'll give this morning. Yeah, that is that. that is a good I excuse. Had a little but, mishap over there this but morning. We but we are glad to have you here. Longtime Newburn, native Newburnian, and uh, just uh, glad to have you with us. You're really going to add to the conversation today. So thank you for it's stepping in. It's always great. I love Newburn, <laughs> and it's always great to be back. Uh, Back downtown. Well, good. Well, look, we have two great guests this morning talking about a great subject, so I hope you're listening. Um, I want to welcome Timothy Downs, who's with the uh, Craven County Economic Development, and he's the executive director of Craven 100 Alliance, which is the new, newly formed uh uh, countywide, Havelock, Newburn, the county, and a lot of people in between working to create good economic development in our community. Welcome, Timothy. Good morning. Good morning. Glad to have you here. Could you talk to us a little bit about this upcoming Craven Works? People are seeing the posters everywhere. We're seeing it in the newspapers. Kind of, you know, talk to us a little about what is Craven Works and, you know, what's going to happen on April 12th. Thank you. Uh, Craven Works is an event that's being hosted by the Craven 100 Alliance, which is the public-private partnership to do economic development across the county. And as you said, it's a newly formed organization. And it was born out of the idea that uh, all of the jurisdictions in the county need to work together to advance economic development, for everyone to be at the table and have a say in, in the larger strategy and direction of economic development. So one of those pieces is workforce development. We knew uh, early on that workforce development was something we needed to, to tackle. So our first uh, endeavor in that is Craven Works, which is, uh, we're calling it an employment resources event. And essentially, it's a job fair, but it's a job fair that has a lot more to it. It's uh, April 12th from 8, or excuse me, from 12 noon to 8 p.m. at the Newburn Riverfront, Riverfront Convention Center. 
And we've got over 45 employers signed up right now, and they have real jobs to, to fill, and they're excited about coming. And th what makes this a little bit different, really, is that we're having uh, a, a whole host of resources available for both job seekers and uh, employers. We want this to be valuable to the employers as well, not just to help them find uh, employees, but to help them find resources. One of the things that we learned recently uh, with the help of a lot of our local employers is that a lot of them don't know the full extent of the resources that are available in Craven County and, and mostly don't know how to get to them, how to, how to use them. So this will be an effort to inform our employers, to invite job seekers in and get, get jobs filled, get people jobs, and, and also build awareness about uh, what we have going on here in Craven County. Well, that's great. Um, I also want to welcome this morning uh, Kevin Roberts, who is the president of the New Bern Area Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Kevin. Glad morning. to have you here morning. with us this morning. And, you know, what's the importance of jobs in Craven County? You know, you lead an organization that is all about business. Small, A lot of them, you know, the majority of them are probably considered small businesses. Yep. And so I'm sure you hear this from your membership either. You know, we've got jobs we can't fill or we have employees who are looking for jobs. You know, we there's people out there talking to you so from the perspective of the chamber you know how do you feel about this event coming up well to us it's it's about the health of the community all of us in this room have talked about capacity building uh, what we do and what we work on is making for a healthy community and jobs are certainly a part of that uh, all of us remember the different meetings that we were in and we were hearing we were hearing some people say that they wanted to work but couldn't find jobs, and then we were hearing employers say they had empty jobs but couldn't find employees. And that just flew in the face of all of our logic, so that's why Craven Works came around. It's, it's, it's an opportunity for people to find out what's out there, both in terms of jobs that are available and employees that are available. And if there's somebody out there that, that has a job opening, and then there's somebody across the table that wants to work but is maybe one or two steps from having all of the training required for that job, we want to pair them up and, and make them aware of all the training that exists. We've got everything that we need in this market to put an awful lot of people to work who are not at work today. And that's what this thing's about on the 12th. And that, it's really exciting to me because we're, you know, I'm, I'm involved, you know, spirit of transparency. Kevin, you and I are helping to co-chair this event. And uh, it's exciting to see how it's come together. But we're going to have NC Works in the house. We're going to have workforce development in there. We're going to have Craven Community College, uh, Craven County Schools, and the programs that they're going to have for kids, you know, uh, we've been kind of indoctrinated a little bit as far as college, 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 college. But there's some kids that college is just not for them for, for many reasons. But there are jobs out there. You know, one of the things I found out through this process was BSH has an apprenticeship program that they can work with kids. There are programs going on in our high schools right now that are training kids in hospitality and, and computers and other things where they could get entry-level jobs and they could get out into the workforce. So the, this is the information that's going to be at the event. It's exciting and I think if you don't have the skill for a certain job you're looking for, you'll be able to get the information about getting that skill. Bottom line, and you're right, there's jobs in this market today that a young person can start a career in, they can start a family in, they can make good money at, they can be a contributor to our our market, they can, they can do all the things that quote unquote American dream right here in this county. And if they're, again, if they're a little shy of the training they need, those resources are also available 
right here in this county. I'm going to hit on David a little bit because what David has seen as a result from people not working whatever is a crowded court system. So, you know, jobs are so important for our young people, and, it, you know, it. we hope it's going to help that part of the fence as well. That's very true, Sabrina, and, and what's really exciting is I think uh, historically there have been different entities with different interests uh, trying to, to deal with employment issues and, and training issues, but now there is an overarching plan to bring all of these resources together, these opportunities together. Uh, I'm pleased to be able to serve on the Craven County Foundation, Craven Community College Foundation Board, and I have been extremely impressed with the programs that the college is offering, and that and, and that's certainly like the gentleman's comments, but that certainly seems to be a substantial bridge in taking the underskilled and undertrained workers and making them available for employment. Is that what you're finding? Absolutely. Uh, one of our, our strongest partners in this is Craven Community College, and, and, and this is an assistance to them as well because uh, new president, Dr. Statz, and, and fairly new in his position, Gary Boucher, are trying really hard to make workforce development a priority for them and to figure out exactly what our employers need. They've been on the street knocking on doors of yeah. our employers to find out exactly what they need. You know, we've got the new CDL program out there. Uh, but also how we're helping them is, is, again, to get the word out that Craven Community College has unlimited, really, in, in a sense, unlimited potential for some of our employers as far as meeting those needs for employment. So that's, that's uh, they're, they're a diamond in the rough, if you will, on, on a lot of aspects for workforce development here, uh, and they're a huge asset for, for me doing my job in economic development. We couldn't be doing this without them. Uh, and I, I want to make sure that, that people understand that this event is not just for someone who you know, just barely graduated high school or graduated high school, or it's for everybody from someone who has no training all the way up to people who are uh, graduating soon with an engineering degree. BSH will be there looking for engineers. Hatters will be there looking for designers and, and fabricators, uh, all the way down to places like right. Cellular Wireless Company and, and uh, Waffle House and Lowe's. I mean, all these Bengal employers. Hospitality, yeah. we're going to be there. Right. So we <laughs> have, oh, we we have a huge, diverse group of employers looking for every th every level of skill uh, for every type of employee so we think it's going to be a great event yeah and uh, you know you mentioned some of those and that's the thing there are jobs out there and it's just we want to our, our tagline is where you know em employees meet opportunity so you know where jobs meet opportunity so we want people to come out there and understand this is a free event and it's not your typical what people know as job fair we're really not trying to call that but it is a resource for people looking to That's work right. and also to plug out there to if you are an employer and you have a business and you may have potentially even if it's one job yep. um, you know contact I want you to give the contact information because it is free to you to come and set up a table you know and and talk to people that are going to come by and potentially find an employee uh, you know we, we want to mention that the employers there do have the option of interviewing people on the on spot, the spot. That's right. so there'll be a room set up where people could actually be interviewed also too if you have a resume that eh, you don't think is so good or you don't have a resume and would like to have one craven community college will set up an area where you'll be able to go and beef up your resume or write a simple resume so that you have something to present to and, people. And they'll have instructors there, uh, guidance counselors, if you will, 
that will help you walk through the resume building process to, to actually give and you training on that. And all of this is, is free of charge. Free so of so charge. The so. folks in our community say they can't find a job or they can't find the job they want. This is a tremendous opportunity this for is them it. to come forward. Yep. Yeah. They'll take make the effort to come forward. Uh, the resource is there. So That's right. And, and maybe someone walks in the door that day and just gets exposed to the job possibilities. But as Kevin said, they might not have exactly what they need to get a job that day or to, to complete that application that day. They will be introduced to all the resources that they need, whether it's the community college, whether it's NCWorks or something else, to go from where they are to getting a job. We know right. that for sure. Right. And again, if, if you are an employer and you're interested in, in being uh, part of the event, you can reach me at 633-5300. You can also go to our website, which is cravenbusiness.com. It's right on the homepage. You just click through there and you'll find the registration form. Real simple, and as Sabrina said, it's completely free to both the job seekers as well as the employers. And you said that was 6335300? Um uh, Or com, And it, it is free. And one thing I want to remind employers about, too, there are a lot of resources that uh, the college or that workforce development provide that could be grants or assistance in hiring underserved populations of, of employees out there. So there's some opportunities for employers as well. So employers could be actually educated at this event that's true that's true and that's what we were hoping for is that some of our employers come in and get exposed to the customized training that the community college offers the the workforce innovation and opportunities act that is that is uh, uh, facilitated by NC works and the workforce development board so there are resources here for the employers as well and uh, we we you know, our, our plan is to inform and, and gain awareness for all the folks in the community, again, whether employers or employees. Um, and we, we've been validated on that already because we've had a lot of people in the process say, oh, I didn't know that. I, you know, right, a lot exactly. of eyes opening up right. to this process, which is what we wanted, and right. it's good. And uh, again, I, I know you're, you need to go to another appointment here, but um, talk a little bit too, or maybe Kevin can, about the uh, programs that are gonna take place throughout the event that we will have ongoing programs that people can sit and listen to. You want to? Sure. Uh, so <laughs> we, we have, what we have is we have a full slate of programs throughout the day. They'll be repeating so that folks that can come at certain times won't miss out if they're not there for that one. But we have six different programs that we're presenting, all sort of general in nature so people can get exposed to the resources and the ideas. Uh, one that I'm really excited about, though, is USA Jobs. We'll have folks from, from uh, Marine Corps Air Station Cherry Point coming up to talk about USA Jobs, which is the portal that people have to use to get a job, a civilian job on base or, or, or some other government job. And what they'll do is they'll basically explain the process, give the tips, give the, the guidance on how to get through that. Again, it's, it's, a, it's a requirement, and sometimes it's, it's com somewhat daunting to get through that process if you're not familiar with it. Another program we'll have is just the basic tools for success, how to get a job and keep a job. And, and this will be basic, uh, you know, if you, if you haven't been in the workforce in a long time or you haven't sought a job in a long time, you know, interview tips and, and uh, presentation tips, your own ability to speak and, and just so those sorts of things. And again, what we want to do is just get people interested in this and get them exposed to the idea that we have these resources here. We'll also have a presentation on customized training and the BSH apprenticeship program that you mentioned. We'll also have a presentation on NC Works, again, giving people an understanding of what they do. And we'll also have a program that's a basic workforce development, uh, we'll call it 101, 
for all of our employers uh, to, to get exposed to all the resources that are available. Again, we want this to be a value to both employers and job seekers. And then um, lastly, we'll have a session that, again, is combined between the schools and Craven Community College. And this is a really exciting program, I think, for us in this county, and it's, it, it's Manufacturing Pathways. Essentially what you do is you, you expose manufacturing to kids that are in, in middle school, junior high, and you get them exposed to it and you increase their awareness of it. You get them in classes as they go through high school. And when they graduate high school, they can either go off to NC State or ECU and get an engineering degree, but they've already got that background, or they can jump right into a job right here in Craven County and work for somebody like BSH Home Appliances or Carolina Technical Plastics or Hatteras Yachts. Right. That's, so a, that's a really good program. That's a tremendous concept that's long overdue. Right. Uh, everybody right. doesn't need to go to college, and that's one of my rubs with our current educational system. It seems we want to drive all children to prepare in school for college. Right. But there are a lot of great professions that we should recognize. Right. And get back to the basics. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and a lot of opportunities, a lot yeah. of opportunities. There are, and, and that's one of the things I'd like to comment on. Uh, one of the things that we've seen here is, is, again, opening the eyes of some parents about what opportunities exist right here in Craven County. So this event is for students as well. We want people, we want kids students that are in high school. So they can understand we want the their process. parents to come. We want them to understand what opportunities exist in this community right now so that if they are a student who might just be, you know, uncertain about their future, whether it's college or something else, they can understand that, yeah, they could get into the BSH apprenticeship program. They could get a certificate or something at Craven Community College and stay right here and get a good job, even if it's temporarily. Right. But it's it's a good step as opposed to just going off to school and, and being uncertain about their own future. Or finishing high school and getting that diploma and not having any direction or right. any opportunity, that's which right. I think is one of the big problems that, right. that we face yes. for years. So yes. that's, Excellent. that's so, tremendous. So again, we want to tell everybody, it is Tuesday, April the 12th. Tuesday, April the 12th, put it on your calendar. It's at the Newburn Riverfront Convention Center from 12 o'clock in the afternoon till 8 p.m. in the evening. And that's a long day for a lot of people that are putting this on, but the idea is we want to cover the gamut. You know, if you're at work, come by after work. If you're in school, come come during your school hours, whatever. But we are there to serve the public and help people find jobs and help employers find employees. So, you know, we want to strengthen our, our base of opportunities here. And I think it's uh, so important. You want to call 633-5300 if you're an employer and would like to register to come to the event. You can also go to cravenbusiness.com and, you know, get involved. We're always complaining about, you know, no jobs, no this, no that. Here's an opportunity for everybody to step up and make something happen. Kevin. Well, Timothy just whispered to me. Uh, one thing that has not been mentioned yet is uh, we will have ambassadors there that day. You don't have to walk in the front door and all of a sudden be confronted by the uh, recruiter from some big company or some small company for that matter. There will be people there throughout the building throughout the day that uh, will help make this easy for you, answer your question, kind of tell you where this type of work is, where these type of industries are. Uh, and help make this thing easy. We want it to be easy for everybody. Right. Uh, David mentioned earlier about the, the cohesive thing that has happened and that all of us working together on this thing. And there's been a lot of groups. I remember one of the first meetings that I attended uh, after I started working at the chamber, which has been a long time ago now, was a workforce development meeting. And I think one of the big deals with that was that everybody just never got to a point where they were all, the old saying, singing from the same page of music. Exactly. Uh, yeah. 
but I give a lot of credit to Timothy for punching us into place. But I think we all understand, and all of you in this room have heard me say it, but if we got up, if we'd seen on the headlines in the newspaper this morning that some new company was coming into town bringing 200, 250 jobs, it'd be the biggest story in the paper, and we'd all celebrate it all day. And we still would. That's not and never will be a bad thing. But, but we probably have that many jobs here right now. Those jobs out there, are they're there today. Yes. Amen. And people in our market that want to work and just don't know where to find these things. Right, and, right. and who to contact and how to, you know, it is intimidating. Somebody, you know, BSH. I've talked to people and said, well, you know, they're hiring. Well, I don't, you know, I don't know what to do. I don't, I wanna, don't know anybody there. I don't there. know anybody there. I can't, I don't, do you go to their front office? How do you do this? And, you know, we kind of came up through the ranks where you went to employment security. Well, that's not the name anymore. Yep. <laughs> Everything has changed. It's NC Works. And Kevin and I have talked about that we need like a flow chart, you know, work <laughs> workforce development for dummies 101 because it's everything, complicated. everything has an acronym. You're not sure. But this is going to be the event where it will help clear that. And I hope eventually on the C1A site, we'll have all of that flow chart so people can figure out, you know, what is NC Works? What is WOIA? It won't be complicated that day. So, you know, we want to make sure people know about that. And and it is out there. And you're right. We need to celebrate our small businesses who may have one to two jobs. But if you take that times 50 times 100, you know, they're your 200 jobs. So I totally agree. Well, David also mentioned that we've, we've gotten to this point over the last 30 years, 40 years, where we do not only push kids to attend a four-year school and none of this is about banging on a four-year university system that's sure, not what this not is all about not only do we push them that direction there's almost this little thing that if you don't do that you've not quite hit the mark you've right. not yeah. quite if that's not your goal you don't have a goal and that, that's a bad message to it send is a bad message, bad message. Uh, it should be about what kind of work you can do it should be about what kind of job you can get at the end of your educational experience and I think this uh, this will add to that understanding some. Yeah, I you know, great opportunity. Everybody really needs to, to you know, get out there. Come join us April 12th, uh, noon to 8, New Bern Riverfront Convention Center. The information will be on our website. You know, Kevin, just before we go to break, uh, yeah. what's going on at the chamber? Lots. I mean, I lo- I'm loving your newsletters. I'm Thank loving you. all that stuff that's coming out and seeing you've got this event, that. You've got, you know, all kinds of uh seminars and things going on anything that you want our listeners to know thank you uh, i have to say this everybody knows i love the ladies i work with but sharon roach started with us about not quite 90 days ago and she has really taken some things on our website in the newsletter so i appreciate you saying that a yes. shout out to sharon this yeah morning. they've really done a good job and just uh, you know i'll, I'll throw it uh, to uh, Timothy at the last minute, anything on economic development? You know, it seems like things are booming here in Newburn. We see some building. Looks like the job market's up very, you know, like in, in 30 seconds. What's going on in, e- yeah, in well, economic development? Th- the big project right now, which is really coming together, uh, actually as we speak right now, is the BSH Home Appliances expansion out of our industrial park. That'll be 350,000 new square feet of, of central Man. distribution wow. c- center for them. And they, uh, they, they look to add jobs. They're adding jobs right now. So that's big. Uh, we're talking about building a spec building out at our industrial park to, to try to attract folks. So a lot going on. All righty. Well, I want to thank the both of you for coming on today. We really appreciate it. We've got lots more City Talk coming up. We're going to be talking to Cheryl Reed when we get back from break. Get another cup of coffee, and we're going to be right back. Back live with you on City Talk with Lee and Sabrina. 
I, uh, I want to welcome my guest host here with me today. It's David McFadden sitting in for Lee. Welcome, David. Glad to have you here. Thanks, Sabrina. It's really great to be with you. And I love having David around because he is a wealth of information when it comes to old Newbern. Of course, you know, I wasn't born and raised here, but I la- have lived here 36 years, but I'm still not from here. You're Just, pretty close. Well, I don't know. But the, believe me, the people have told me I, you are not from here. Um, I'm not one of them. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, I, I do love to talk to you all the time about what Newbern was like back in the day because you know it really really talks about who we are today because if you don't you know embrace what was behind you you're never going to go you're absolutely right Sabrina and I think that does worry some of us natives being born at St. Luke's Hospital which most people know where that building is and now we're sitting here in what was the old Belks, Belks building. Absolutely. The other half I can remember was Montgomery Wards before <laughs> they moved out across from the, the hospital. And I actually worked in the building next door, which is now Baker's Kitchen, right. starting when I was 13 years old at a music store. So, you know, Downtown Newbern, and the, this whole area means a lot to me. Yeah, and it's us. great. So I'm glad but, you're here, and I hope you'll continue to come back and join us. Uh, let me see if we have our guest. Cheryl, are you on the phone? Good morning, everybody. We have Cheryl Reed on the phone with us this morning, and Cheryl's, she does all kinds of wonderful things, one of which is she has provided great leadership at Trent Court. I had the the great privilege of working with her when I was an alderman uh, and trying to organize uh, the residents at Trent Court, and you've really done a great job, Cheryl. Kudos to you and and leading that group and all the work you're doing with the CNI. I I just want to thank you for all of that. Thank you. But today, you're here talking to us about uh, April is Child Abuse Prevention uh, Awareness Month. And so I want to give you an opportunity just to tell us a little bit about it and what's going on. Okay. Uh, We're the Community Coalition for Craven County Children to Prevent Child Abuse. We call it C5 out of uh, the Easterfield's office. And our big event is for April, we do a ceremony, opening ceremony here in New Bern and also in Havelock. And for and that will be on April 6th in Havelock City Park. And we'll have um, the chaplain will open for us, uh, David Shrek of the USMC. We'll have a welcome with Mary Guilford from uh, Child Protective Services. The proclamation will be read by our, our mayor in Havelock, Will Lewis. We'll have a um, state director, will be our guest speaker from Child First, Hope Jones Newsom. And we'll have introductions, introductory remarks by Dwayne Reynolds from um, the East Carolina Boys and Girls Club. Awesome. And closing remarks will be by Sergeant uh, Desiree Ruby. And for their entertainment, it will be the Havelock High School uh, Vocal Ensemble. And in New Bern on April 7th, we'll be at the Farmer's Market. And that will be a wonderful event for us because usually we would be at the, um, the courtyard, you know, on the courthouse lawn. Uh-huh. And last year we were at the Bank's Yard. This time we we're trying another venue and we're going to be at the Farmer's Market. There we'll have our opening uh, remarks will be done. Oh, we'll have pledge and everything by um, Pastor Angela Scott from Refreshing Lives, Born Again Ministries. We'll have a welcome from Clay Gaskin. He's chair of DSS board. We'll have intro remarks again, this time by Mary Gilliford. She's from Child Protective Services. 
And our guest speaker will be Alicia Bell. She's North Carolina Regional Clinical Director for Child First. Our proclamation will be read from one of Craven County's commissioners. And our closing remarks will be by Dre Nix. She's the New Brand Area Director for Boys and Girls Clubs of Coastal Carolina. And our entertainment this time will be by the Epiphany Global School Chorus. And we all always close with having a pinwheel garden. The pinwheels are our symbol of prevent child abuse. The blue and silver pinwheels you'll see in different businesses and on the lawns throughout the city. Well, awesome. I mean, it, it, it's so important to bring light to this issue and this problem. And it's yes. a great opportunity for people to come out and find out what it's all about. And, you know, um, I've got uh, former district attorney David McFadden here with me. And, of course, he is the chair of the board. He was just telling me at Promise Place. Yes, that's the Sexual Assault Resource Center here for Jones Craven in Pamlico County. Good morning, Cheryl, and thank you Good for morning. what Thank you for what you and your folks are doing. Uh, unfortunately, this is a topic that people don't generally feel comfortable talking about, and the uh, annual April month being uh, recognized has certainly brought a lot of awareness to the community. Uh, and uh, I believe you would say probably, as you've been involved in this process, we have all seen a much uh, stronger commitment across the board by many agencies to dealing with these issues, both in prevention and, importantly, in providing services for the victims of uh, child abuse, both physical and sexual. I think that's what I like most about being a part of C5. It's a wealth of individuals who work in, you know, giving service, DSS, the health department, Promise Place, all those members, we're on that board all together with one common goal, to do what we can for the sake of our children. Well, that and that's awesome. And like I said, you just continually step up um, to be a leader in this area. You know, I want to also give you a shout-out. A few weeks ago, there was a ceremony at City Hall. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I know you were involved in that. I'm so proud of you and Tawana Smith and the people that were, were really making it happen. That was wonderful. We, we were the first to do a leadership academy that was sponsored through CNI. And it was just a six-week intense course of, I, won't, I don't want to say learning, but learning the steps and the skills about how it is to be a leader in your community right. and be able to come to the table and stay at the table and discuss and plan and do things that are best, the betterment of your community. We had 14 people who endured those six weeks learning each other, learning our styles and our ways, learning the skills be able to go out in your community and have a voice. It was great. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And I, like I said, Cheryl, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of the work that you do in that community. And I think Trent Court is a better place today because of you stepping up and the other people that, that work so hard to, to make it a better place to live. And I, I really appreciate all of your efforts. And I appreciate you wanting to come on and talk about this today. Is there a website or, or where somebody could go to get more information about these events on April 6th and 7th? Or where would they get more information? They, would get, they can get information through um, calling Ms. Bessie at the Hope Resource Center. And we do have a website, C5. Is it C5? Uh, do you know what that website is? Because we'll put it up on our website. Okay, I think it's C5 Coalition. C5Coalition.com? Yes. 
C5coalition.com. Great. Well, we're going to put that up on our website um, so that people can get information if you want to know more about it. And I just want to thank you again for uh, being with us this morning and talking about this really important topic and bringing awareness to it. So thank you for all you do, Cheryl. Thank you, Cheryl. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Well, you know, David, again, it's there's so many needy, you know, things going on, uh, organizations in our community, and, and child abuse prevention is so important. We don't realize the extent. I know you probably saw it a whole lot more than the average Joe in, in town here, but it's really an issue. And it affects so many lives, not not just when these uh, situations occur, but also the ripple effect, both the immediate ripple effect to the community and the long-term effects. Right. So right. Uh, I will tell you, having started prosecuting in 1979 when there were virtually no resources for victims, uh, child victims or victims of sexual assault, to see how far we've come is, is very encouraging. Well, resources are there. They are there. Um, I'm, you know, I just want to let you know, moving on in our program here, my really good friend and former uh, fire chief Bobby Astor uh, is going to call us here and talk to us a little bit about the Firemen's Museum. And, you know, if Lee was here, he would say this is Hug Bobby Astor Day. He wants everybody to hug Bobby Astor, so he's so good. So, Bobby Astor, you call me whenever, and uh, he wants to talk a little bit about the Firemen's Museum opening. You know, I'm, I, I want everybody to know that um, I've worked my my heart and soul out to make sure that that museum stayed alive and that we moved to where we are today. But Sabrina, back in the day, Woo! The school kids, our classes used to go visit there, and I've still got my little fireman's uh, <laughs> museum really? ring that I got when I was probably in the fifth grade. Right, yeah. right. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, the Firemen's Museum is a, is a great asset to the city, and what's really important about that is that all of the equipment, that's in there was owned and operated by the city of Newburn. It's not something that we found somewhere and put into a museum. So, you know, I look at it as more of a museum. I look at it as a cultural asset to what we have here. Well, it, and and it tells us to, who we are. It goes back to what you said earlier. It, we have a lot of new folks in this area who've come to this area with a lot of great ideas, but it's also important that we remember where we came from and who we are and what got us here because we don't want to lose that. Right, absolutely. So I'm on the phone right now. Welcome, Chief. Bobby Astor, how are you today, Bobby? Good morning, Sabrina. Good morning, David. How are you? This Bobby, morning? doing great. The last time I saw you, you were on the back of a flatbed uh, pickup truck, <laughs> flatbed truck with a wheeled uh, fire truck trying to get it loaded into the building. <laughs> were you successful? Yes, uh, yeah, we, we've got everything, all the equipment in, thanks to, uh, I have to you know, shout out to Eddie Howard at NJ Automotive because Without him, we wouldn't have been able to do this equipment. This equipment, some of it hasn't rolled in over 100 years. And uh, Eddie sent the crews over, and they jacked this equipment up. And we put it on dollies and, and rolled it up on his uh, rollbacks. And, and it just, you know, it was a heck of a process. Uh, we were just fortunate. Uh, I was so scared something was going to fall apart. But we're so fortunate that everything made the booth uh, successfully. And uh, we had... Not the first problem at all. Uh, we still have one truck, uh, the 1940 American France, which is Newburn's uh, first motorized vehicle that we're, we still have to move over into the new location. We're waiting on some tires. Well, I have to give another shout out to Ebby Howard because you know that I love Ebby. And he has been an unbelievable staunch supporter of the museum since day one that I've, 
I got in there, Bobby. And you know that every time we had a function and I needed support or or sponsorship or whatever, Ebby never told me no. And I just want to thank him. He is an awesome, awesome he community is, person. And you know, not just with the Fireman's Museum, but he's done a lot for a lot of folks when he's needed. Uh, and we're very fortunate to have that asset here. Yeah, we, re- we really are. Um, but, you know, Bobby, I... I Talk to us a little bit about what you want to talk to us, but I, I sure would like to see the Ella Bengal inside that that museum, and you know how I feel about it. <laughs> I, I know exactly how you feel about it. You, you noticed, but uh, yeah, we we are uh, we're, we're in the final stages now of of completing the the uh, downstairs as far as the uh, the equipment and the photographs are concerned. Uh, we we hope to have everything in there and ready to open up by April the 15th. Uh, and it's, we were already bombarded with uh, with guests, you know, showing up at the door wanting to come in. So uh, it, it's just we're so fortunate that um, you know, Sabrina, it's been a long time since you and I had this conversation about the museum on that airplane. You remember? I did. It was in 2001. I was on an airplane. I was coming from someplace. I was sitting next to Bobby Astor, and he told me the bad news that the city had decided to close the museum. They didn't want to fund it. They didn't want to do anything. And I said, I just can't stand that. I, I won't let it happen. I was a member of the, the tourism board, and I jumped to action, formed a committee, and, you know, we kind of went from there with your help as the fire chief. And uh, we really worked ourselves to the bone in trying to clean up the existing museum, you know, make it all happen again. And it was uh, it was definitely a passion for me for a long time. But unfortunately, sorry, Bobby, but the politics got in the way and I'm no longer involved with the museum. So, but, Sabrina, for folks that don't know, because I'm going to pat you on the back and Bobby also, what you said is exactly true, and the museum had become very neglected, and we were in risk of losing those great artifacts. Right. And as we all who were here remember, it was you and Bobby and a, a small handful of folks that really picked up the ball, started this barbecue in blue jeans, right. which is the tremendous fundraiser. So the community really is, both of you all and your other volunteers a great debt. Well, Bobby was really my right arm. I'm going to say that because on the plane that day, he was so passionate about the fact that, you know, the city was closing it. He really, you know, as a city employee, could not do anything but follow the directives of the Board of Aldermen. Isn't that correct, Bobby? You had no real... Yeah, I mean, I certainly voiced my opinions and, um, you know, told him that I was very dissatisfied with the decision that the place was going to close, but there wasn't. And it went on deaf ears, and um, that's that my next step was to let some other people know about it. So well, and I'm lucky I, I got to sit next to you, but, you know, it shows you the power of the grassroots movement and that when it, it is about the people, and when the people step up and say, this is the way we want it, and I feel like that's why you're in that building today, you're where you're at today, because the people have decided, you know, you put that article in the newspaper after the city had decided not to fund us anymore, and, you know, the response was pretty good and people making donations, wasn't it? It, it was, and, and the, the, the people at Newburn have been so kind to the museum. Uh, you know, we, we needed help, and we reached out, and, and I have to tell you, Bud Stilly, we would not have been able to do any of Love me some Bud Stilly. <laughs> well, Good man. Bud is our general contractor, and uh, he has helped us out so much. And you know, um, Car Hill Builders has just been there when when we've needed some assistance and provided subcontractors. And Bud beat the contractors up and 
but you know, this is for the museum, so do it as cheap as you can, and yeah, it, it's just been it's been great. So the bottom line is, and I know you're probably pressed for time, and but the bottom line is is that we we are going to be opening up probably, we definitely will be opening up before um, the 15th of April. We may be able to open up a little sooner. There'll be a big banner. We've got a banner that we're going to throw over the balcony and the upstairs, letting everybody know that when we open up, that you know we're now open. Um, things are, are great. We're, the downstairs is complete. The building is beautiful. Uh, and now we're going to start working on the upstairs and, and get the upstairs complete so we can move the rest of the exhibits on the upstairs and have the whole building open. Well, that's great. I really appreciate the work of you, Nancy Mansfield, of course, who's the board chair. Bill Frederick, Dave Finn, you know, these are the people that are the heart and soul behind what's happening there, and I do appreciate that, and it is probably one of the best assets Newburn has. Uh, Board of Aldermen, our mayor, um, come on, guys, step up. This is your ass. This belongs to the citizens of Newburn. It doesn't belong to any board, any mayor, anybody. It belongs to the citizens of Newburn, and it's probably one of the best resources that we have. Think about how many communities. I I can just honestly say that I think when... When the um, the alderman and the city manager and the mayor and everyone drive by and they see the line standing out in front of people waiting to get into this building, they're going to say, wow. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. And, and, and again, this was not a, you know, when we got the, the funding cut, you know, special appropriations, this was not a special appropriation. This belongs to the city. It's a city building. The artifacts belongs to the city. And, you know, I hope that they'll continue to support yeah. you and fund you going down the road. Sabrina, do I briefly have do I have time to tell you a little bit about the, the park next door? Are you, am the, I, about about the what? The little park area next door. What our yeah, well, I've, I've got thirty seconds, Bobby. So if you could say it in ten seconds, so we could wrap up and get out of okay. here, that's fine. Good. We'll have we'll have you back on. I try to get you to come on the show all the time. So, you know, it is Hug Bobby Astor Day. <laughs> so I, I, I'm retired now. But anyway, my ten seconds is that basically we've got a uh, a park design that's going to go next door. With okay, and we're back. Welcome back to City Talk, coming live on ninety four point one um, at talknewburn.net. We're streaming live. I want to again welcome my co-host David McFadden, former Craven County District Attorney. Boy, David, we've had a lot of information this morning. You Woo! Packed show. Packed show. But, you know, of course, this is City Talk. And if Lee was sitting in that chair, we would not want to miss today's paper, the information in there. And we talked about it last week, but that's the headline, State Seeks City Plan to Restore Cleared Creekside, and of course, you know, our mayor and a group of volunteers decided they wanted to clean up uh, Lawson Creek Park around the area where the city is going to put the Parks and Recreation Office, and, you know, noble. You know, I think that's great. I, I applaud our mayor for wanting to be so proactive, but come on, why do we hire city professionals to, to understand what the camera rules, what the buffer rules are, and take the lead and ask those questions before you go out there and do something. Well, now we're going to get fined. Uh, Sabrina, it certainly is a valid question as to whether or not any inquiry was made through the appropriate city officials before this project was undertaken. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if that question Well, Matt answered. Montaigne, in the paper, who's the city public works director, he uh, stated in the paper, the last article, that they were aware of the cam and the buffer rules, whatever, and that any work his people did in the park 
did under the auspices of those rules, but you know, they were not used. The mayor went off, got some volunteers and cleaned it up. Now I have people saying, oh, um, you know, this is, the mayor did a good job, it's clean, it looks so much better out there, all those weeds. But we right. know that Kama is tough stuff. These buffer rules are really tough all over Newburn. We're a city surrounded by water. Well, you know, there was a, a story not too long ago about a, a Newburn resident who had that same issue developing some property, building right. a home here in town. And uh, we've got to recognize that those barriers are extremely important. Right. They're the filtration. And, you know, I invite the mayor, the city manager, the public works director, any of the aldermen to come on here and let's – Let's talk about this. If there's some information we don't know about that you know differently, let's talk about this. But this, the public needs to know this. It's out there. You know, it's going to cost the city now. If we're going to have to put back this buffer and we're going to have to comply to, to repair what we've damaged, that's a cost to the taxpayers. Well, at, at a minimum, we need to know how this happened and why it was done this way so we don't do it again. Well, it's because our mayor decided that he wanted – to put boots on the ground, get his pitchfork like he, if Lee was here, he'd say it, you know, and, what, and be the hero. What, what's and that old saying I appreciate the, that. I do appreciate uh, his passion, but play by the rules. Don't micromanage your staff. Have a meeting with Public Works. Say, you know, I'm getting volunteers. I'm going out. Please give me the information. That's how you do things. Sure. You sure don't just is. take it on your own and run out there. You serve the public. Well, especially when you're operating in a gov governmental capacity. Yeah, I, you know, I, I understand that, and it kind of just, you know, gets me going on that. When Lee comes back next week, we're going to have a lot of good talk <laughs> about this. I do want to mention before we break out, because my good friend, Mickey Miller, who's now the executive director of the uh, Historical Society, yay, Mickey, wants to remind us that uh, the Homes Tour is next weekend, next Friday and Saturday. We're going to see some really awesome houses on tour, including some Sears kits ho kit homes, which is in the... DeGraffenry, Ghent area. So um, there's going to be a sneak peek at the Firemen's Museum, artists and musicians at City Laundry. I think it's going to be really a great, great tour. So it draws I want to give a shout and out. That's, that's a very exciting uh, event. It draws a tremendous crowd from around the state and other areas. So they right. do a great job. Right. But it, it does does spotlight some of those treasures we have. It's really good, and you know we're we're coming down to our last minute. So you know, any thoughts about Newburn? Any what are your thoughts about what people are talking about in Newburn here as we close? I think one of the conversations we're having ties into what we had here today, which is this is a very exciting time in Newburn and Craven County because we're seeing all these different entities come forward with a unified plan, more like pieces of a puzzle than individual entities. So we're, we're tying it together, we're creating opportunity, and we're trying to serve those underserved communities, which will reduce the folks we see in the court system. Right, and I think it is an exciting time, but people in Newburn are talking, you know, they want to know what's going on in our city, they want transparency, and they want the information, and while they may not be at City Hall, they are listening. Well, they are listening. They are, and they want things done. <laughs> and they do they want, want things done. done. But yeah. I just I want to thank you for being here today and stepping in for Lee. I really appreciate it, and I hope you will come back and do this again with us. Always my pleasure. Well, it's great because you love Newburn as good as anybody I know. And everybody, I hope you have a great week. A little bit of rain, but it's going to be great. Shout out to my dad. Happy birthday, Dad, 85 years old. We are going to celebrate you up tomorrow night, Daddy. Uh, my family's here from New York. I'm excited. But everybody, you keep talking Newburn. Talk to us with us us and we will see you on the sidewalks. I hope everybody has a great weekend.